Okay, guess who's back from Serbia? It's me. So I sat down with Kathy and Sandy and talked about my trip to Serbia. It was really fun. I learned a lot about Serbia, obviously, and about myself and about Bert. And it was really cool. So we just have a good time chatting about Serbia. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, thanks for coming back every week. Thanks for your emails. I do read every single one. Uh, I can't respond to all of them, but I do read them. So keep them coming. And uh, if you have any suggestions for podcast episodes, I'd love to hear that too. Uh, So I hope you enjoy this week's episode with me and Sandy and Kathy talking about Serbia. So welcome back to Thank you. to reality. Thank you. <laughs> party hardy. For better or worse. I yeah. know, right? I did party hardy. We partied pretty hardy. It was a really fun trip. Um, I missed you, Sandy, my international travel partner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had three days of quarantine, but they let me walk around, which was which great. I don't know how that, uh, that worked, but can you go in anywhere? No. You have to have your mask yes. on, and then you walk and, around mm-hmm. just you, outside. Yeah. Like, just outside but who's tracking you nobody <laughs> so, so technically did you sneak off and just had a rendezvous with birds like yeah, yeah the park <laughs> i know right he was he wanted to and then he couldn't do it he called me the first day and he's like so i'm just gonna come to your room and i went okay i mean it's a quarantine and he was like damn it leanne why do you have to be like that and i'm like hey is your is your movie it's not my movie but this is what they said specifically in my email, no contact with the cast or crew for three days. You can walk outside. Please don't go in any shops. Don't, you know, don't go indoors. Uh, Please eat at the hotel. So I I was given like parameters. And the Uh first thing said, no contact with the (laughs) cast or crew. So I was like, if you're willing to break that rule, then come on over. And he couldn't do it. (laughs) He couldn't do it. And But was the food delivered to you or you had to... I had room service. You have room yeah. service. Okay. Room service for three days is not enjoyable. Yeah. No, I bet. And um, not dietarily good. Uh, I mean, the food was good that I had from room service, but it was very American. I was really surprised that Serbia was so Americanized. Um, Zara on every other corner. Mm. Like every every shop was American. Um, every restaurant, every store I went into, it was all American music. And everyone spoke English? Everyone spoke English in Belgrade. What's Belgrade? Belgrade's a city. Oh, yeah. but No, but in Belgrade. In Belgrade, yeah. And what is their Serbian? Is there a language? Serbian. Serbish. Serbian and Croatian. Serbish, yes. Serbish. Not Chinese, Serbish. I don't know. What language is that? Serbish. Yeah, Serbian. And Croatian, I guess, is Serbio-Croatia is what they call it. I don't know if it's all the same language. I was confused. I have no idea. But I think it was Serbian. So so it's Serbish. It was Serbish. (laughs) It was Serbish, yes. (laughs) It was Serbish. But um, so, yeah. So the cool thing is I've established this before when I went to Bali with Bert. He's a vacationer. And I'm more of a traveler. Yeah. Uh, so when I first got there, I watched all these YouTube's videos about the history of Serbia, which is so complicated and so, uh, just so very complex that I couldn't really completely process it. It's been, I guess, Serbia is located kind of at the crossroads of Europe and and Africa and Asia and all the Ottomans and the Romans fought over this land over and over again. So it would pass between Romans and then Ottomans and then Romans and then Ottomans. And I guess there are Roman coins still buried all over the place mm-hmm. in Serbia. Um, 
someone told me that I could buy one for like 10 bucks in an antique shop. And I tried to find one. And I, that was clearly some service because I was going to bring back yeah, all our cool. kids, like yeah. an ancient Roman yeah, that's coin. That's what I heard. Like yeah. I want to Google it. What to buy? What can Leanne buy me from Serbia? <laughs> exactly. You can do like a coin heart, like a you know yep. thing. Yeah, like jewelry is yep. like all handmade. Uh-huh. If you could find it, buddy, uh, really good luck. Something? Let me tell you something. Four hours I walked in that city one day. I took a walk every day because I could, but one day I decided I was going to go to the fortress. There is a. It's called the Belgrade Fortress, and it was built by the Romans. And like, beautiful. It was really yeah. cool. Like 1132, maybe. Wow. Um, and it's uh, the fortress is where the Sava River meets the Danube River. Mm-hmm. And they built the fortress like on the bank of the river, and the entire city existed inside the fortress. Mm. So it was this like impenetrable city uh, that the Romans had. And so... Not a lot of it is left because something else I learned from the YouTube videos is that Belgrade is pretty much was just completely destroyed in World War II. So almost all the architecture is older than 1940s. Mm-hmm. 1940s are older. So there wasn't a lot of, you know, I was thinking crossword or crossroads right. of the world. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see all these ancient but there's no, no cobblestone, yeah. like big cobblestone like in, around there, no. Is Some there like places, an old city? No, it felt more like um, it felt more like New York mm. Uh, mm. than what I was expecting. I really expected to have at least some really old pockets, and the only thing I found literally was the fortress. The, Nothing mm. else was ancient and like not that. much of it is standing, or not much of the fortress is standing. There's well. like the original wall and one original archway, and then. Obviously, pieces were built throughout time because it's been there for so long. There was a beautiful tower and um, some bridges. Obviously, the wood's not from mm-hmm. 1132, but there's a bridge where you can tell the the stonework is from a very long time ago. There's a beautiful cathedral that's very, very old. I took tons of pictures of the ceiling that was oil painting in one of them. One of them was all mosaic. It's mm. um, Greek Orthodox is their religion, Orthodox. And so... Everything was just beautifully done and lots of golds and jewel mm. tones and really rich uh, Catholic art. Um, but yeah, not a lot not a lot to see besides the fortress of that kind of era. What are there a lot of tourists? I don't know. At the f- I, Here's something that I thought was really interesting about Serbia. They have a lot, or about Belgrade. I don't know about Serbia, but about Belgrade. They have a lot of green space. So probably every two or three blocks, there are huge parks, mm, like awesome. uh, huge parks, mm. like a full square block or larger. Mm. And people were using them like that's where they would eat their lunch or uh, older gentlemen were playing chess mm. or some game like that. And kids were rollerblading and it was a Monday and, I, you know, I'm like, wow, people are sitting on a bench eating ice cream. It was really crazy. And on one of my rides with my driver to the set, I was telling him about that. Now, also in the streets of the city, they have huge mature trees all in the streets. So unlike New York, and New York has a lot of trees, but the trees were huge. They were like these huge oak trees mm. just in the middle of the, of the sidewalk. So everything seemed really lush and green. And I was saying that to the driver and he said to me, Yes, people really enjoy their time. It, they they make a conscious effort to not let capitalism take over their mm. life. So the entire city closes for lunch at noon, unless you're for a restaurant for one hour. Okay. So at one, the parks are full because people are eating their lunch in the park. And I just was like, where do they get their lunch? Does everyone like well, bring it? But no, or the restaurants are open for lunch. Okay, but every other. Every other business the shops, closes. you know, That's, everything else is closed. Every yeah. business was closed. At least at for now. an hour. Not oh. like the Italians or the, or the French. Right. They <laughs> like three hours. Uh, uh, Take a little That's siesta. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. Like, are you ever going to open up? Uh, just an hour. Yeah. But I was really impressed at how much the people who lived in Belgrade used their green space. Mm-hmm. They really did. It's a walking city. They have um, trolley cars, kind of like San Francisco, the electric trolley cars that 
take you wherever you need to go. So it wasn't busy, right? Because I mean, maybe because of the pandemic, or you think it's not a very touristy uh, place. I don't think it's very touristy. Um, I asked some of the crew, where do I go to buy rugs, ceramics? Mm-hmm. And the answer was always, well, if you drive three hours north to this village, you can buy this ceramic. And then you have to drive three hours east and you can buy this rug. And I was like, but no, I mean, in Belgrade. Mm, I don't know. Mm. Couldn't find it huh. anywhere. So I was there for 12 days and on the 11th day had bought no souvenirs for anybody. And I was like, I'm bringing Sandy some liquor, but that's <laughs> about all I got. <laughs> I got nothing else. I, I did because top 10 things. It's like, right. what, how do you say that? Uh, that the uh, wine? Rakia. Rakia. Rakia is not wine. Uh, yeah, I thought it was. No, it's not wine. And if it were not the middle of the day, we'd be taste testing it. Um, it's a liqueur that you drink, that you sip. Um, and it tastes like moonshine. So like was that what you were partying with, with Bird? Yeah. That's bit. what you were drinking? Yeah, we were drinking rakia, yeah. Was it good? It was delicious because they mix it with honey. Mm-hmm. And then oh. it's really good. So Anything with honey is good. Is good. <laughs> so, yes, we were. We wait, were. wait, can you make a hot toddy with it? Like, can you make it like a tea and then put that in there and then honey? Probably. I that would be good. I bet that would be good. Um, I hadn't thought of that. But, yeah, I bet that would be really but good. But do you put it on ice? Yes. What they would do oh. is they have a little bitty glass pitcher mm-hmm. that they would put the honey in and then they'd fill the it's a tiny glass pitcher it probably holds eight ounces okay and they'd put the rakia in there and then put that on a little bucket of ice and then give out shot glasses and you would pour yourselves a shot from that chilled pitcher of rakia with honey mm-hmm. uh, and so they would bring it with honey and without honey so that you could kind of taste what it really tasted like, which is turpentine. <laughs> it tastes terrible. It's t- exactly like moonshine. Really? Yes. It's made from plums, but man, it is really strong. Um, but the honey, it was just really smooth. And I drank a lot of it one <laughs> night. Our last night that they shot, I drank a lot of rakia. But I didn't get very drunk, so... Hmm. Maybe it's because I've been drinking so, so many much. Yeah. conditioning your body. <laughs> to, it built up your tolerance. Yeah. <laughs> it built up my tolerance. Yeah. So anyway, we're walking around. I, I never did find anything to buy on my own. But on Monday, we were invited to the U.S. ambassador to Serbia's house for a private dinner. With mm, Bert. That must be fun. It was really fun. <laughs> what did you wear, first of all? First of all. <laughs> it was a very casual event. We had Googled and researched the ambassador. And he's, but you can't, I mean, he's in a suit. He's like a lifelong yeah. Yeah. diplomat, politician, yeah. a politician. And we just really had no idea what to expect. We didn't know why, like, specifically we were invited. We, it was just, we knew it was because the attache to the ambassador had said ambassador's a really big fan of Bert's and would love to have you and whoever you'd like as many people as you like whatever no big you know so he invited you know obviously the director and the main cast members and um the UPM and um the producer and me and and uh, his manager all to go so it was really surreal because and how was the ambassador? He was awesome. He was really fun, very personable. Like young? No, he was probably maybe 60. Okay. If I had to guess, early, early, early 60s. His wife is Irish. Um, they met in Ireland. Um, they have three kids. I think the kids are really the fans. But um, I actually found out later why we were actually there. But it was beautiful. It was a beautiful piece of property. We were, uh, they were amazing hosts. We had Dantana was there of Dantana, the restaurant. Uh, do you know that that's a real person? Do you, know, do you even know what Dantana no. is? Oh, my, oh God. my God. Do you know what Dantana is? I do know, yeah. Dantana is an iconic Italian restaurant in Beverly Hills. It's been here forever. Um, why was he there? He lives in Serbia. He's, he's actually Serbian. Not what the Italian? hell was he doing Not here? Italian. That's, wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing there, but he was at dinner with us. And Bert That's lost his cool. mind because Dantana was there. So he's taking all these pictures with Dantana and his wife. Um, but 
it couldn't have been a more relaxed, enjoyable, personable, easy evening. So it wasn't oh, like a cool. formal. It was like, not. No. Okay. No. So I just that's wore good. like a simple dress that I actually bought from Jenny. Mm-hmm. That's like a. This is good. I don't know how else to describe it. It's kind of like a peasant looking dress, but it was very fitted up mm. top. So it looked really nice on me. And I wore my cowboy boots because mm. I was American. Yeah. <laughs> American in Serbia. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really great. I ended up sitting at a table with. Um, how many people were there? Probably like- 30. Okay. So they had invited uh, a lot of diplomats that work with the ambassador Mm -hmm. uh, because the reason we were there is uh, I'm definitely going to screw up the titles of all these people. So I'm not even going to mention them, but there were three gentlemen who were diplomats who had all uh, served the U S government in some diplomacy uh, fashion in Moscow. Mm. So all of them knew exactly who Bert was uh-huh. and all of them had heard the machine story and one of them brandon said when i heard that story i thought only this has got to be a true story because only someone who's been on that train can tell this story mm-hmm. at, accurately so i guess baron one of the diplomats went to the ambassador and said do you know that the machine is shooting a movie here and you should host him uh because Mm -hmm. they're trying very hard to get more film to come to serbia yeah so that's why we were there is that baron went to the ambassador and said you should host him um for dinner so we did. They made a traditional Serbian dinner, which was a lot of sausage. Really? It was like was three it different types of sausage. It was <laughs> really? delicious. Like, I, is that like the uh, yeah. table? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, every day on set, they were like, would you like pork, veal, or beef? Sausage. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was either sausage or fried. One of the two. What do you mean? Fried. Like, it was like a fried cutlet. Like a, uh, like a, like a. But it's sausage? No, no, like either sausage or like a fried piece of meat, deep fried oh, battered piece of meat. And then Ooh, they were like, the, what's <laughs> not healthy. I was like, I'm going to gain 15 pounds. I was say, is everyone overweight? Nobody. Nobody, yeah. Usually, yes, because they probably just Right, eat because them. they, yeah. yeah. The portion, probably. The right? portion the and portion everything's control. fresh. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's mm-hmm. processed. So I'd go to lunch every day and they would, <laughs> uh, veal, uh, veal, beef, or pork, and I would be like, "Well, what's the least bad? <laughs> Let's get the one that's Leaner, least most lean. It's probably the veal. No, well, it would well, depend on how it was made. made. Yeah. yeah, like sometimes it was fried. So I go, well, today it's the sausage because everything else is wow. deep fried. So I tried my best to eat healthy, but it's really hard. Couldn't find a salad. So what's the veg? Like okay, the veg. Yeah. Beans. That's not vegetable. Okay, go Tell ahead. Tell me about it. Beans. But it's fiber. Okay. Beans yeah. in like a tomato type sauce. It was delicious, by the mm. way. Or a different kind of bean in a different kind of sauce. <laughs> okay. Or they would make zucchini fritters, which okay, was fried. 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 Oh. And like has some kind of either peas or there was something other than zucchini that didn't taste like bread. But mm. I'm not sure what it was. And it was, it looked like a hush puppy. It was completely mm. deep fried. Um, let me think. Cucumber, tomato salad that was just drenched in something somewhat oily, somewhat milky. Not really sure what it was. It's not vinegar? Like, no. Not no. really that vinegary. Um, that was huh. the salad every day. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for vegetables. I don't remember having but any. But what's the fiber? The beans. It's just the beans? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They had veal stew yeah. every day. <laughs> wow. Um, veal stew or a vegetable soup that was vegan. So, no, I never saw fish. Did you go out huh. to eat? I did go out to eat. Um, Do they have, like, different ethnic food? Well, the yeah. one time we went out to eat, we didn't go out to eat very often. Bert, you know, I was there. My, my... Travel tourism ended as soon as my quarantine ended because my purpose there was really to be supportive of Bert. Okay. What about dessert? Like sweets? Dessert. um, I only tried dessert in catering and they were quite good. It was different. Is it like Russian? Like with the, the, what is it called? The Russian uh, dessert with the the, the flaky 
Oh, like um, uh, baklava? Uh, uh, yes. Or, yeah. Baklava? Yeah. yeah. I did have baklava once. It was very sweet. Yeah. Uh, I had like one bite. But is that their sweet. dessert? That mm-hmm. was one thing. They had, um, their, their bread was actually quite good. Mm. They made fresh bread um, on the set every day. Anything from like a pita style bread to like a sourdough loaf and everything was delicious and fresh in the bread department. So the meat fingers, you could do several different things with a meat finger. So they were either served by themselves with like um, mashed potatoes, pure pure potatoes or polenta or a version of French fries. Um, Like their French fries were circular, but they were still French fries. They were just circular. Um, Or they would serve them with a pita and then you could put them in the pita. Either way, they came with um, some paprika paste. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the name of this is. Um, it was told to me maybe 8,000 times, <laughs> but because I don't speak Serbish, <laughs> I had no idea. I just could never repeat it. But apparently, it is the fat off of milk. So when milk settles, mm-hmm. the fat rises to the top and they just scrape it off. And serve it with meat fingers, and it's one of the best things I've ever had in you my dip life. It in that? No, it's it's so almost it's like butter. It's almost, almost the consistency yeah. of whipped butter, but okay. it is not butter. It is milk fat, and that I would have put on a shoe and eaten it. <laughs> it was but so isn't butter good. Milk fat. Well, it is, but it's been churned. Mm-hmm. It's been processed. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just literally the, what like they told just, me. They literally scrape it off the top and just put it in a container. I mean, that has wow. to be good, right? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like right? you can't fuck up that. It was really good. Like I was sure, like putting, delicious. I ate toast one day for breakfast, and oh I was like, God. "Let's try this on some toast. It's amazing." <laughs> so, can you buy that on the market? I could have bought it there, but I was afraid I couldn't get it home and it still be cold. And I didn't right, know. but like, is it something you have to make, or can no, you like you go into it. a supermarket and just buy like a tub of? Yeah, you can buy it. What's fat. it called? You don't. I mean, remember. milk fat. It's milk called Serbish milk Sur- fat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I know. I was like, finger how do I lotion. find that here? Uh, finger lotion. <laughs> meat finger. It's like that's finger lotion. <laughs> it is meat finger lotion. Um, but anyway, I was like thinking, well, I need to find, how do I find Serbian uh, meat fingers here and replicate that meal? Because actually it was very, the meat finger meal was really tasty. Like if you got at that really nice restaurant I went to, the sausages were really good. Um, so I was like, how do I make that for my kids? Because I can clearly, I can make round French fries. That's not hard, but I can't find that milk mm-hmm. or I haven't tried yet, but surely there's somewhere here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they may be um, partying a lot Rocky. over there. Yeah. <laughs> He's not drinking much Rakia. He doesn't like it. It's oh. too strong for him. He just drinks wine. Mm. And I have to say their local wine was pretty They're good. Right? They have uh, good wine. Pretty, it was pretty good. Some of it really? was, we were like, bleh. Oh. That tastes like grape juice. And then some of it was really good. Mm-hmm. So I think you just have to know. And, you know, we don't know enough about the region or about the wine world over there. Do they have markets for like, you know, like... American markets that you can go and get like some like a wine. grocery store. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Bert lived in a, a part of town that's um that because they rented him a house. He lived in a part of town that had like a little square that you could walk to that had a couple restaurants and a couple of stores and market. Mm-hmm. So I went to the market the day before I left. Um, I noticed they were almost out of eggs and, and milk for coffee and almost out of coffee. So I had to go get tested to be able to fly back into the United States. So I asked the driver to stop and let me stock up. And I looked for bagged salad mm. specifically because I was like, I'm just going to throw a bag of salad uh, in their fridge. So hint, hint. And they didn't have it. So they had vegetables. They had like peppers and uh, carrots and you know tons of vegetables, but no, no green leafy, yeah. no broccoli, no... No kale, nothing like that. That's like in the Caribbean too. They don't really? have bush. We call them bush. Yeah, like, they call bush. bush. It's like you have any bush? And there's like no bush. Just no bush. Like, yeah, it's root vegetable. Yeah, all root vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. Shopping was mm. shopping was shopping was frustrating because I just couldn't find anything. But I'm at the ambassador's house. And I say to the ambassador, he's like, you don't need any good shopping. I was like, I just don't want to buy Zara and bring it home. And so, no, I can't find I'm looking for authentic Serbian stuff. And he mm. went, 
oh, my wife will take care of you with that. Mm, so he walked oh, nice. me over to his wife. And, you know, her kind of purpose, you know, how the first lady has kind of a platform or mm-hmm. purpose. Her purpose is shopping. To, no, 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 <laughs> close, close. Um, she's very into what they call handicrafts, oh, which is yeah. um, weaving yeah. and knitting and anything handmade. So I told her I've been, I wanted to buy rugs. I wanted to buy all this stuff to bring back for souvenirs. And she said, I'll pick you up at three o'clock tomorrow and I'll take you on a private, in a private place where this woman who is a volunteer, she's Serbian and she works with everyone in Serbia. Like she's in Belgrade, but she works with everyone in Serbia Mm -hmm. and goes to their individual villages and tries to bring back their handicraft to Belgrade to sell it. But she's not allowed, and I don't know why, but she's not allowed to have a storefront. Mm. And I don't know why. And that's something that the ambassador's wife is trying to change. It's Mm. something political. There's some reason why she can't have a storefront. So, um, and they didn't really talk to me about the why of that. So, I don't really know what that means. But I know Anne, the ambassador's wife, is speaking to the the government somewhere there. Now, she's Irish. Does she speak the local language? Uh, a Serbish? little bit of Serbish, yes. <laughs> a little bit. She says she speaks a little bit. Mm. But her husband has been in service over there for a long time. How long have they been in Serbia? Do you know? Uh, not very long. He was appointed by Trump. And I think he was appointed oh. maybe like a year, year and a half ago. So not very long. Uh, but they were in Moscow before that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so she took me shopping. Mm-hmm. So I brought a few things that she brought me. Was it cool? Now, I like, bought you some gifts, but I'm going to give you the gifts later when Lynn is here and, you know, I have everybody. I don't want to give you gifts. And then mm-hmm. I, I think that would not be nice to Lynn. <laughs> so, and but was it great? It was amazing, actually. Um, she had uh, rugs, I guess mainly uh, she didn't have anything ceramic or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was all woven items. Oh, I see. Okay. So I didn't get to do any shopping for like those ceramic, uh, those like handmade hearts that mm-hmm. people wear. I didn't get to, I didn't find any of that. And they didn't know where to find that. So I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> you're in handicraft. I wonder you don't if know that has just it? been, uh, you know, abandoned or like it's no longer exist or it, is it because of the pandemic? Or? What I understood is that it exists in the village where they're made. Uh, but then okay. I don't know what they do with them. They have mm-hmm. a big stack of like <laughs> handmade hearts that doesn't go anywhere. Maybe Belgrade is a very <clears throat> modern city now. And you have to be in the countryside of Serbia. Maybe. Maybe. But Belgrade is a pretty modern city. Um, it's the capital, right? Of I believe yes. so, yes. Mm-hmm. But and you then, think that's where they would sell them. Right. Cause right? Because, yeah. Well, I think that's part of what's lacking oh, as a tourist. Wait, what about uh-huh. the airport? Did you find anything at the airport? You should find like, you know, souvenir airport. Um, that you- nothing, nothing like ceramics, nothing like that. Um, mm-hmm. It was sweaters and um, kind of woven things, which I'd already bought. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't, there was nothing at the airport. Um, I bought some paprika paste uh, in Belgrade and it was at the airport and uh, the Rakia I bought in Belgrade was at the airport. Okay, so, uh, but so, I just didn't yeah. know and I didn't want to leave without the Rakia. So I bought it in Belgrade and I didn't know, I didn't know what they'd have, but I will say this, the Istanbul airport is amazing. Yes. There, that's where I want to go shopping. It, you should. It's amazing. I want to go. I really want to go to Istanbul. I didn't get mm-hmm. to go shopping there. I didn't get to stop. They I didn't have get the to best rugs. Yeah, run. Istanbul is where we should go shopping. Well, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Um, I, and by the way, uh, Turkish Air was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I, my contractor is from Israel, and he was like, "What are you flying out there?" And I said, "Turkish Air." And he went, "Ah, the best of the cheap." And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and he was like, it's the, the best of the cheap. It's the cheap, it's the cheap way to fly nicely or the nice way to fly cheaply or something like that. And I was like, okay, what am I getting myself yes, into? Uh-huh. It's going to be like a pig in is the Is it going to be like spirit? <laughs> going on? Spirit, yes. Like spirit air. That's what right I was where you have to like blow to make sure the plane gets there. You do. And it's $20 to, for, for oxygen. Yes. You get all, okay, you can, but you, if you want oxygen, it's 20 bucks. Uh-huh. Um, but it was actually quite lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. I had my own little po- sleeping pod uh-huh. and, and the food. And the, the food was, on the airline was great. Yeah. I, I had booze. I had whatever I wanted. They served booze. They did. Really? They served drinks. 
Believe me, my neighbor flying home got completely hammered and had the hiccups for the whole flight. (laughs) (laughs) He was maybe five foot two. He was definitely speaking to them in a different language. I don't know if he was Turkish or what. Or Serbish. Or Serbish. He was something that wasn't American-ish. Drunkish. He was, yeah, (laughs) very drunkish and uh, very bossy. I actually, he was really... Didn't care for him. Uh, he he just kept bossing those flight attendants around, and I thought he was a very rude young man. But whatever. He passed out halfway through the flight and hiccup for the rest of the way home. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> but Turkish Air was awesome, and I wish I'd had time to spend time in the airport in Turkey, but I only had an hour and 10 minutes to get off my plane, go through passport check, and by the time I had deplaned both ways, they were already boarding my other flight. So I had to practically run to get from one flight to the other. So I didn't really get, I didn't, I couldn't even, I was like, I'm going to pick up some stuff from Istanbul in um, duty free on my way back. (laughs) No, there's no way I could have done it. I was just sprinting. So I was bummed about that, but because they had a lot of stuff in the airport that was like Turkish handicraft. So I was like, this is amazing. I would buy so much stuff in here, even though I haven't really even been to Turkey. But they had like Moroccan lamps or Turkish lamps, I guess. And not that I would have bought a lamp, but you know what I mean? They had a lot lot of stuff. stuff, Serbia, I don't think Serbia thinks like that. I don't know Mm why. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe they just don't have enough tourism to sustain it. Um, But what are the houses like there? Is it more modern or more, you know... Well, I was in, there's two Belgrades. There's old Belgrade, which is where I stayed, and and new Belgrade. And they're divided by the Sava River. And it's kind of like New York versus the Valley. Mm. So new the old Belgrade is very compacted and very, it's just like New York City. And the new Belgrade is more spread out. It's still mm. kind of a city. But it's, it's it's like brownstones or uh, in in old concrete. Belgrade, yes, it's okay. like brownstones. Um, and new Belgrade is like big apartment buildings. Are there a lot of high rises? Like, no, not no? not in old Belgrade. In new Belgrade, there are. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were on location about thirty minutes outside of uh, the city, and. Uh, it was absolutely beautiful there. It was mm. all very green. I guess it's on the latitude with Seattle. Uh, I didn't think it was oh. that high up, but it is. It was very lush and green. Lots well, of trees. What's the main like uh, economy there? Like, what do people do most? Banking is not known for banking. Right? I don't what is know. Known? I know that the average person, which this <coughs> completely shocked me, makes about six hundred euros a month. Mm-hmm. Which is not a lot. No. So, but is it is it expensive? Well, yes. Yeah. Everything it's almost a one to one American dollar to their is it the dinar? It's almost one to one. And everything costs about the same as it costs here. No. It, yes. And then six hundred dollars a, a week. Six hundred euros a, a month. A month. A month. Wow. A month. Wow. I couldn't believe that. So the only people that live, what I was told by one of my drivers, is the only people who live in old Belgrade are very wealthy. No one can afford to live there. Everyone mm-hmm. else lives in new Belgrade where it's more affordable. Mm-hmm. And then drive into the city to work or wow. work, work in new Belgrade. Yeah. It's not a very... But uh, and I, I, Ikea, you went to Ikea? I did. Did you buy some rugs there? <laughs> I could have. I'm like, well, you are in Ikea. Go for it. I I was getting desperate. I got there and uh, Bert's in this like three-story house that the production company rented for him and Andrew. Uh, Five bedrooms, two of which have beds. Only two? (laughs) Two are completely empty. And one has a couch. So I was like, okay. And then I went in to shower and they, Bert had one towel. One towel, no bath mat. No trash can in the bathroom. <clears throat> I was like, what? I said, Andrew, how many towels do you have? And he said, I think just one. So I'm like, you guys have been here for three weeks. You've been using the same towel for three weeks. Okay. I need to go buy you guys some something. So on our way to the location, that was about 30 minutes away. We passed right by an Ikea. And I was like, okay, 
I need to stop there on the way home because I've got to buy some towels and some bath mats yeah. and some trash cans. I mean, you can't function. A three-story house, the trash can's on the first floor. <laughs> Can you imagine what Burt Kreischer's room would look like three months later? You'd be like ankle deep in garbage. You need a hazmat team to clean you that would. house. I mean, luckily they have two women who come and clean once a week, thank God. But um, so yeah, I went to Ikea. No, that's the best. It was the best. And, and it's same price, right? It's same cheap. price. Yeah. However, I was told that only rich people shop at Ikea. No one can afford it. Oh, really? It. Yeah. So wow. Ikea is expensive for that. Very expensive. Interesting. Yes. My driver. <laughs> so they picked me up and I said, Alex, I need a towel. So I need to stop at Ikea. I don't have a towel, so I can't shower. And he goes, uh, I'll, I'll get you a towel. You stay here. We were still at base camp. So he goes into the makeup trailer and he's talking to them and he comes back out and he goes, first thing tomorrow, we're going to have you a towel. And I went, no, 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 no. I need a towel tonight. And he goes, you don't want to buy a towel. And I went, yeah, yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally fine to buy a towel, Alex. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's a lot of money to buy a towel. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what are they going to do, steal it for you? It's actually not a lot of money to buy a towel. But then that, to me, that was like, oh, this guy thinks just buying yeah, a towel, towel is a yeah. lot of money. Yeah. Um, they're very interesting culturally because I know I was told day two, if you want something done, you can't ask for it. You have to tell them. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? And then I figured it out on my own because when I checked out of the hotel, they had my bags in the van. And I was worried that this van, because it wasn't Bert's driver, was going to end up somewhere else and I wouldn't have my luggage. So, so you don't say, can you take my luggage? Up? I you did. Think- I said, can you put my luggage in Bert's trailer? And he said, no. <laughs> and I okay. went, but I would like it in my trailer. So would you mind? And he went, no. And I went, uh, and they want you to take that the fuck yes. <laughs> yes. to the trailer. Yes. What you have to do is say, put that in Bert's trailer. Okay. And, and then he would do it. But that's um, just not how yeah, I yeah. ask. Yeah. Would you mind? I'm considerate. Oh, and, shit. Yeah. And, you know what's going to happen when Bert comes home? I know. Oh, like that didn't happen before. Oh, yeah. Right? Now, Leanne, can you bring that? No. Leanne. Leanne, put it in there now. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, well, that's uncomfortable, but I guess that's what you have to do is just kind of be forceful. And then I wish I could remember these makeup ladies were teaching me all these curse words. So I guess fuck is the beginning of everything. Fuck? <laughs> when not the word fuck, but the word fuck in Serbian. Serbia, okay. Is like um, f- everything is like uh, fuck your mother, fuck your, fuck. Fuck your ass. Fuck. What? Fuck. Oh. Fuck your purse. Fuck your mouth. Fuck. Everything is that. Like, that's how they curse. But then one thing she said, my favorite curse with is, um, fuck you. Go back to your mother's pussy. Oh, my God. <laughs> she taught me how to say that. And I can't remember. I was like, that's kind of the most brilliant. Brilliant. You. Go back to your mother's pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, that kind now of go like, fuck yourself. Right. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck oh, you and go goodness. back to your mother's pussy. <laughs> oh my God. So, so that yeah. stuck with me a little bit. That one stuck with me. I didn't shake that one for a long time. I was like, that's a brilliant curse. That is. And no, but you don't remember what fuck is? I can't even remember what fuck is. I am so mm-hmm. bad with language. Um, I'm great with direction. Like if you sit me in a city and I, I see a map and I go, oh, the fortress is that way. I can walk there without looking at the map again. I cannot learn a language. I tried really hard to learn just like thank you mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just simple. Simp- I could not do it. I just don't have that ear, which is probably mm-hmm. why I still have a Southern accent because I can't adjust that to just be non-Southern accent. So anyway. Wow. It was a cool you. trip. That would have been a good one to know. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. Fuck you. Go back to your Go mother's your pussy. Mother. Bert probably remembers it. He's great with language. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. Um, but anyway, it was a really good trip. I had a good time. I learned. Um, I, I felt like I learned a lot in Serbia. Um, I felt like I learned kind of also my um, value in a different way. And with Bert, like I was going, but I don't think I realized how important it was that I went when I went. Like I was there for first day of principal photography. And I think that was really important. I think he needed his partner 
to say you're doing good, you know? So I think it was a really big deal that I went mm-hmm. when I did. I thought they started yeah. filming before. You they just to... started. They they filmed Doing him st- with, with one. He yeah, did just one I shot. see. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that it wasn't the official start mm-hmm. of the film. Um, but he's having fun and you had fun. Yes. You party. We partied a lot. Yes. Like every night. Like when you say party, like dancing or just drinking. Okay. So the first night we wrapped was... Like for at the end of the first week was actually Sunday. So Sunday night, we went to this local restaurant and drank a ton of rakia and a lot of wine and ate a lot of Serbian food. They also do a lot of like um, cheese and meat plates, like prosciutto. Mm. Oh, like a charcuterie. Yeah, a lot of charcuterie type stuff. Um, and and then we went back to Bert's house with probably six or eight people, and they stayed till three. Mm. And we drank and uh, danced. Mm. We had a dance party until three. Nice. That's it was really fun. Mm. Yeah. Bert went to bed at two. <laughs> he was like, wow. tap out. Wow. He was really Bert. tight. Yes. Because uh-huh. he'd had his first week of shooting yes. uh-huh. and it was really, you know, he didn't know what, it's his first film. He wasn't mm. sure what to do and he was a little stressed. And But I stayed up till three and then we got up. The next day was our day off. And that night we went to the ambassador's house. Mm-hmm. And then we went from there to this outdoor bar with a huge group of people. And then all of them came back to Bert's house and stayed until three (laughs) (laughs) and dance partied and drank. So is Mm -hmm. everything open in Serbia now? Yes. Because the pandemic is actually, they have it under control. They do. They, they have done a really good job with vaccination. Um, Everyone wore a mask on set. Um, Everyone was tested every two days. I got tested repeatedly and they didn't get the memo that you don't have to touch brain matter to actually just get a sample in your nose and they still do the throat swap. Oh, and I had this woman one day who was like, ready? I said, yes. And she grabbed the back of my head (laughs) and shoved it. I was like, ah! I started gagging. It was terrible. So (laughs) she did that too everybody oh. and so she was asked not to return <laughs> the next day she, she got the meat finger she yeah. did right the meat finger up the nose right she can actually go back to her mother's pussy <laughs> because it sucked oh my gosh maybe she was trying to get back there something man she didn't come back yeah. so oh. they were super safe i mean we mm-hmm. had they were covid people on the set making sure everyone wore their mask at all times if you were not acting um, if you had your makeup done, they made you wear a shield. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but the restaurants, everything is open there. Yep. Everything was open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't, nothing was really closed. No, didn't seem to be restricted for capacity. Mm-hmm. No. Is it like the people, like, do you see a lot of young people or more older? What's the population like? In yeah. old Belgrade, I think it was a lot of older, um, mm-hmm. a lot of, um, this is something else that I took away from this trip is um, everyone was so nicely dressed. Mm. Everyone was very put together. Mm-hmm. There were no schlubby mm-hmm. people anywhere. So that's why no yeah. tracksuit. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> but uh, I guess a tracksuit like that is like only rich people wear that. Oh, um, I see. In oh, Serbia, no. uh, really wealthy people wear the Adidas because over there, that tracksuit is like $250. Whereas mm-hmm. here it's like, you know. 80. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just walking around the city going, everyone looks so um, classically put together. And it made mm-hmm. me feel kind of like I miss that. Mm-hmm. We spend so much time, you know, yeah. just kind of in a t shirt, or I spend so much time in a t shirt and jeans that I thought, I think I'm going to make a little more of an effort. They have jackets yes. and they're very yeah. tailored. Yes. Right? It's very tailored. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very uh, put together. Mm-hmm. Very. Um, yeah, tailored, very put together. Everybody. I mean, hmm. can, people who were like clearly a parent taking their kid to the park was still very uh, put together. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. And I thought yeah. it was kind of inspiring because I don't feel put together most of the time. <laughs> yeah. um, hair done, makeup, a little makeup on, mm-hmm. natural makeup. Even the even the the young ladies on the crew. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Funny story. <laughs> so... Uh, Bert, you know, I'm sure you'll find this shocking, but if he went in the makeup trailer and I was with him, he would, I have to go with him everywhere he went. So I was like his little puppy dog. He, that's, he wanted me right with him all the time. 
So got to know all the hair and makeup people because that's the fun trailer, right? Mm -hmm. So (laughs) they apparently were trying to figure out who I was and they figured out I was Bert's wife and one of the young ladies Googled me and found my podcast. So she listened to an episode and she just happened to listen to this episode. Oh my God, this might be a little embarrassing. Where I talk about one of Bert's body parts. I call it a little guy, (laughs) right? (laughs) So she comes running out of the trailer and she goes, I I listened to your wife of the party. I said, you did. She said, it's so good. It's so good. And I listened to the one about the little guy. And I went, oh, shit. The little guy? What little guy? Who are you talking to? I don't remember. It had to be old. And she was like, yes, your little guy. And I go, did I have like a small person on? What am I? I'm. I don't know which one you're talking about. She said, you know, with, you know, I have a little guy with my boyfriend and I call it little guy too. So I was listening to your podcast going, she says little guy and that's my little guy. And I was like, oh my God, Bert is going to be so embarrassed because that's a little joke. He and I have, I actually think it might've been on a two bears, one cave when he and I were talking to each other about something and we were like pet names and he brought it up. Oh, so I think now that I'm talking about it, that had to be where it was from. Cause I would never have done that without yeah. Bert ever. So that must've been, she was confused um, about which podcast, but, I was so embarrassed, and I went and told Bert. He was like, "Great, great, <laughs> great!" Now, yeah. Every time yeah, I go on the makeup wake, trainer, makeup little guy, little guy. Little guy. <laughs> let's do the little guy's makeup. I love <laughs> no, not the little guy, but <laughs> the this guy. <laughs> not this machine. This machine. Know, wrong machine. <laughs> but anyway, that was pretty funny. Um, anyway, you want to say some of the stuff I got? Yes. Yeah. Okay. None of this. I, I brought you gifts, but it's it's not any of this stuff because I didn't I didn't know if you guys. How are we want. doing with time? It is um, fifteen. All right, so they do a lot of felt work. Mm, Beautiful. This is something that they would put on a chair as a pad. Oh but wait, think, is that scratchy though? Is this a scratchy? Yes. <laughs> oh, it's not as scratchy. You want to feel it? But I thought I would hang it on the wall as art. Yeah, yeah. isn't it pretty? Yeah, handicraft. Yeah, you can. It's meant for like a hard chair. Yeah. Oh, like like a like a hard oh, like chair. a dining room chair. But you're going to have a sweaty ass with this. I know, right? And you can roll it and, and it's really big. And put it on your arm. Oh. That's what she said. So, and take and it you, to a sporting event and then you oh. put it on the bleachers. Oh, got it. Okay. That makes a little game sense. I can Exactly. Bring this. But it's not very yeah. cushy. For the uh, Yeah. It's not very cushy. So I oh, got some is, of those and then I see. This I thought was really cool. These are some weavings. Oh, that's right? pretty. That's so cool. this is like almost the size of a placemat. And yeah. it has... Um, just a different shape. A yeah, just more a square. different shape. It's yeah. more square. And she said they use this for all kinds of things, like to put on a table or yeah. to use as a placemat. Mm-hmm. But each symbol is um, something from... Th- uh, it has a meaning. So this is a suitcase. Even though it doesn't look like a suitcase, she said this is a suitcase symbol. Oh. Um, and then huh. they also make rugs. That are just oh, like that's this. Pretty, and that's a goat. That's fun. Isn't that cool? Yeah. It's like very Christmassy. It's like a reindeer. It's it a almost, yeah. And then this one is a turtle. Oh, this is how's that a turtle? I don't know, but they she said it was a turtle. <laughs> so I take her I take her word for it. Okay. Oh, I see it. I see it like yeah, it's a, a turtle. Yeah. Really? So yeah. it's a head, maybe, the, the and a tail, the maybe. Turtle. The top. And the feet. The, the top is throwing me off. Yeah, the top. Right. <laughs> it's too balanced. It's, it's a little too balanced. <laughs> the tail it's is too the balanced. same size. It's bad. <laughs> Got a it's big, a little, wide tail. Yeah. So oh, it's cool. Really, oh, it's pretty, yeah, right? Look at that. Yeah. And then I bought these. These Ball. are felt balls, and they have oh, awesome. rattles on the inside. They're really just decorative. Decorative. Yeah. yeah. You put, can put it in the like, basket. In exactly. A base, yeah. On a basket. And I bought some for Lola. For a rattle. Oh, yeah. That's great. For my niece. Oh, but this is pretty. Doesn't mm-hmm. look like a lot, but now I, is expensive yeah. for like. Uh, no, it wasn't. I actually bought. Um, so wait, did you get this from that lady? I did. Yeah, I got everything so from that one lady. She just has this from artisans, mm-hmm. and she just has it in her house. So people randomly show up. How it's, does this work? It's in like an office building. Uh huh. So she sells. She, she sells. sells it to a retail. She oh, is no. trying to. She is trying to figure. I think they do. Some sales to retail, 
But she's really trying to figure out how to get this out in a more mass mm. way. Um, so I guess there are different regions of Serbia outside of Belgrade mm-hmm. have different weaving styles. Mm-hmm. And you you there's no central place to just look and buy all of them. If you right. want, uh, I think it's called a pirote weaving, which is this style here. You have to go to Perot, to the city of Perot. So they had some rugs. I bought actually a couple of rugs, but they're only runners. They don't have like a, a big rectangular rug like you would sit uh, in your dining room. Uh, they just don't keep that in the showroom. And I was like, that's a shame because I actually came for that kind of rug. Right. And the only way I can get that kind of rug is to drive to that village and buy it there. And then if you do that, you have to make an appointment and you have to speak the language. So it requires mm. me getting someone else to go with me mm. and to schedule an appointment. And they're usually several hours outside of the city. So I was super bummed about that. I was like, there's got to be a way. And it's because they don't have a showroom or mm. they don't have a storefront. They don't but have any way to really. How do they make money? How do they survive by selling know. this stuff? I don't know. I bought this runner that's really, really long. It's about probably two and a half feet wide and probably nine feet long. Mm. It was 200 bucks. That's great. And it's all this wool and they weave the thread from their own sheep. Um, And I was like, I mean, I would, they, they had one rug that I, d- I actually didn't like it. It was, had roses woven all over it. So it's not something that I would have liked, but it was like a nine by 12 rug mm. All hand woven with all this handmade was a thousand dollars, and I thought that's still a yeah, really good yeah. price for that size rug and the quality of weaving. It just was covered with roses. roses yeah, and I was like, I don't, I don't really want a, a rug covered with roses. But if I'd had a rug like that with the suitcases yeah, on yeah. it, I would have totally or a turtle, bought, or a turtle, or a turtle. anything. <laughs> well, even one of the rugs I bought that I brought home. I didn't bring it today because it's so big. Is just beautiful. Oh, you did buy. Some I rugs. bought two rugs that are oh, runners. Okay. Oh, runners. Um, oh, okay. Because that's all they had was runner runners. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like a red and black and green, uh, beautiful rug. And mm-hmm. I was like, if you had this on a full size, I would have totally yeah. bought it. In but, Turkey, they have in, in, in Istanbul. I don't have a shipping container in Turkey, but I do have one in Serbia. <laughs> this is really well woven. It's pretty. Yeah, it is pretty. It's all hand done, and it's done on the um, looms that stand upright. Mm-hmm. Some of them lay flat. These are done on the upright loom, which I guess is a very specific talent. Um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Are these all from the same person? They are. Yeah, because I only found it at this one person. Yeah. yeah, and the and the ambassador's wife took me, and Godfrey took me. Mm-hmm. To this one person, and so she only had felt and woven. That's all she had. But she had beautiful felt slippers, like house shoes. Mm, they yeah. were gorgeous. And I was like, I have my own line of house shoes. She's I don't right. need another pair of house shoes. And I don't want to. Everybody I know has my house <laughs> shoes, so I don't want to keep them house shoes. But uh, they had that. Uh, they made those little felt balls smaller in- into keychains. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, what yeah. I bought that's all the camper pretty, pretty. kids yes. with little keychains with the felt balls in them. They made mm-hmm. those felt balls really big mm-hmm. so you could hang them. Hang them. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And they were beautiful. Um, but yeah, I, I was looking for blankets. She didn't have anything like that. Um, I did buy some scarves and sweaters from uh, her neighbor. That it had. gets cold there, right? It does, oh. yeah. It's like Seattle. Mm. Yeah, it gets cold there. But is it as rainy as Seattle? No, no, it is not. Must be the topography, or I mean, Seattle is kind of coastal. Yeah, it's not coastal. So anyway, that's my trip to Serbia. That's cool. I'm glad you got to go. It was fun. I'm glad I got to go too. Thank you for um, checking on my kids the whole time I was gone. I appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, they did they well. Did, yeah, yeah, they didn't. They did fine. I you know. I think they did okay. 
Yeah. Seems like it. I mean, Georgia is 16. We have to almost 17. I mean, there are no bags of rice being taken to no school. school. Right? Right? Oh, God, right? Thank God. I know. I had a hard time at one point. I called and said, I'm thinking about staying a little longer. And she just shook her head no. Oh. And I said, why? Do you miss me? And she just shook her head yes. Yeah. Okay. Is this the longest you've been away? 12 days, yeah. Because we only went for 10 to Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 12. I really probably could have stayed through the weekend. I think Bert would have liked. I thought you went for 10 days. This was 12? It was 12. Mm -hmm. I left the first. Oh, because you had the quarantine. Yeah. Okay. I was only with. Well, Bert. it started out shorter and then it, it became much longer. And so. I am very glad that I made it much longer. Yeah. Seven days would not have been enough. Oh, because you half of it is you're, it's quarantined. Quarantine. Right. Yep. Well, I just didn't think I felt like originally I felt like I, I wasn't sure what my purpose was there. Like Bert was like, well, you're a producer. You have to show up. Well, okay. If I'm just going to show up, I'm just going to be in the way. You know, I don't want to be yeah. that person that's just stuck in the corner in the way. I wasn't sure what the atmosphere was going to be on the set. I, I'd met the director, but I didn't know if he was really going to be cool. I, I thought he would, but, you know, I don't want to be in the way. That's the mm-hmm. way I was feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I'm only going to go if I can be helpful. And I didn't think I was going to be very helpful. And I think I found out I was very, very helpful. I think what happened was because I spent my whole day in the producer's tent that I got to be really close to a lot of the key people. Mm. And it kind of made the environment uh, become a family somehow. Well, you are like that, Mm -hmm. though. Yeah. For Bert. For Bert, yeah. Yeah, for, you know, because, you know, everyone needs someone to kind of bring it bring all, it all yeah, yeah bring it all kind of glue it all together yeah i think i did that a little bit mm-hmm. i think i was the person that kind of made this a different feeling feeling yeah sort of and it was really nice to meet the woman who's playing me she's uh-huh. awesome mm-hmm. and uh to meet the other it was good to meet everybody that he's going to talk about for the next three months so i have mm-hmm. a point of reference yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. who and they you, are and and not come from at the end of the trip right like right. you know in the beginning and then yeah. they can say oh how's leanne you know yeah, yeah yeah that's true also on his mm-hmm. end because now they all know me right and they all said they like me better than bird bird <laughs> saying and that i'm quite funny just saying <laughs> i mean because he's a little guy <laughs> he's a little guy that little guy i love that little guy the little guy on the inside not not the, no. not the oh, small we machine. We know. Well, I like that too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we haven't been together this we long. We just didn't know the little guy. We know the big guy. Guys, that's all you need to know. But the little guy on the inside, I think, was feeling very unsure, not insecure, just like unsure because he'd never mm-hmm. done this before. And I don't blame him. This is kind of a big responsibility. So mm-hmm. I think to have me there to go, no, no, no. You're uh, to be honest, not to be like spoiler. He was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I thought he would do fine. I wasn't worried about his acting. No, no, no. He was actually fantastic. He had a scene, uh one scene where he was supposed to get emotional and he did and he like killed it. Like the crew was crying. It was crazy. Wow. I didn't know he was that that, oh. that good. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he knew how to do any of that. Um, it would have worked fine if he didn't get that emotional, but that he did was just kind of, I just couldn't believe it. He did such a great job. And, and, you know, sometimes, sometimes when you have a really stressful new situation, um, it's hard to manage everything that's going on at once, you know, learn this learning curve of, you know, there's this one scene where he's like, he's got to be really angry and he's got to carry a tray and sit it down on a mark and turn around and hit another mark and talk to one person while he's talking about another person in another room and then hit another mark and continue to talk to that other person and come back to the original mark. And the marks are there so they can pull focus. It's very important that you hit the mark. And I thought this is where he's going to have problems because he doesn't like that being controlled and feeling like he can't be free to do whatever. And I thought hitting the mark is where he's going to get tripped up. Totally didn't. Totally didn't. He didn't do it one time. He missed his mark. And Peter explained to him why he needed to hit it and why it was important. And he never missed it again. And I was like, I am pretty freaking impressed. Wow. Impressed. And... You know, the, the the director and the producers are such collaborative, completely ego-free people. 
And Bert brings no ego to his creativity. Mm. Oh, yeah, he never does. Not in his creativity. (laughs) Outside creativity (laughs) is a different deal. But when he's in that creative space, like when we work on a an hour special together, there's no ego. And I can say to him, mm-hmm. this isn't working. And he never takes it personally. He always goes, well, then how do we fix it? And the director and the producer are of the same mind. They're exactly the same. So if Bert's like, I would never say this line, then the director will be like, well, then what would you say? And let's figure it out. And then let's shoot it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's made Bert really comfortable. So he's not feeling like he's, you know, being something that he's not. It's really mm-hmm. cool. And it was good. I think for me to say, hey, this is what I see is happening Mm -hmm. was really important. So he could go, okay, I'm on the right track. Now I can just run with it. So he's having fun and he's having a blast. Yes. That's great. Well, tell him we miss him. I will. He misses Mm -hmm. you guys a lot. He misses the campers a lot. There were several times where he was like, wouldn't it be fun if the campers were here? And I go, yeah, it would. So when he comes back, you have to have these markers for him. Take up the fucking laundry, put it here. What's your thing? Picks go mark in it, the garbage. Here's your marker. Yeah. And I won't ask him. I'll say, go do it. Yeah. yeah. Move that from here to there. there. Now. Now. Or you can go back to your mother's pussy. pussy. <laughs> Well, welcome back. Well, we thank miss you. you. I missed you too. Uh, we'll have to go have drinks so I can give you your gifts. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs>